welcome to the Menstrual Mental Health Podcast. I'm Mary Nordahl, and I'm here to help you get the most out of life and teach you everything I've learned as a certified fertility awareness instructor with a bachelor's in clinical psychology. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing the menstrual mindset shifts you need to become the best version of yourself and finally live the life of your dreams. Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode of Menstrual Mental Health. Episode three, we're talking about charting 101, how to track your cycle. And today I am in my pre-ovulatory phase. I'm on cycle day nine and I am loving life. I am in my inner spring and this is a great time for me to brainstorm, get creative, get a big vision for my life, for the cycle ahead, and set some intentions, some really good intentions for the cycle ahead. I love this topic of charting because I am a certified fertility awareness instructor with FEMM, F-E-M-M, which stands for Fertility Education and Medical Management. I loved studying for that certification. It taught me so much about myself in the process of studying and achieving that certification, but I also learned so much about my body. And I was actually the oddball in the room where most of the students that I was studying with had already learned how to chart their cycle with an instructor, and then they were taking this course to become certified. Whereas I was fresh off the boat, I had only had one cycle under my belt and signed up to become an instructor because I wanted to learn everything from the source. I loved rolling up my sleeves and just getting nerdy as heck and learning all the ins and outs and the nitty gritty details of the menstrual cycle and how to chart it and how to read it, how to understand it. So I'm really excited to share with you in this episode the benefits of charting your cycle and breaking down each element of your chart, including the biomarkers that are best for you based on your goal, whether that's to monitor your health or get a sense of what what's going on with PMS, or to identify your fertile window and understand how to achieve or avoid pregnancy. So I'll walk you through the different methods of fertility awareness. And at the end, I'll leave you with some suggestions for apps and ways to get started with charting your cycle today. Cool. So I already shared a little bit earlier about why I enjoyed learning about the menstrual cycle. But now that I've been charting my cycle for over a year and a half, There's so much that I've gained from this very simple skill. I learned how to understand and listen to my body. So much of our society is programmed to notice symptoms of the body and give it a Band-Aid. So for example, if you have a headache, we reach for ibuprofen. And what that is really doing is it's just covering up the symptom. You're not getting to the root cause of the headache. So it may come back again because you haven't actually healed it at the root. The ibuprofen is just a Band-Aid. It's just suppressing that symptom. So the only way you're ever gonna actually get rid of the headache is figuring out what's causing it. And that was a huge revelation for me in learning how to chart my cycle because so much of society says that 
to have a menstrual cycle is to have PMS and cramps and just accept it. That's part of being a woman. See ya on the other side of menopause. Good luck. You think to yourself, why did I get the short end of the stick being born as a woman? I didn't ask for this. And we've been programmed to believe that we just have to put up with it, that we just have to deal with having cramps and PMS for several decades of our life. When I learned how to chart my cycle, it helped me see that there was a very clear reason as to why I was having PMS and cramps and acne and the list goes on. And my chart helped me to see that I had the power to heal that at the root cause without having to rely on birth control or an IUD or just ibuprofen in general to deal with my cycle. So my chart was very eye-opening in that respect. But it also revealed to me this mind-body connection in regards to stress levels. When I started charting my cycle, I was a very anxious person. So what happened for me when I started charting my cycle and learned about the nitty-gritty details of what was going on behind the scenes, I started to see very clearly this connection to my anxiety affecting my menstrual health affecting my menstrual cycle and my mood swings. And then my mood swings were just exacerbating my anxiousness and around and around we went. And it was really hard to determine what came first, the chicken or the egg, the menstrual health or the mental health. So I attacked both of them. And that started with looking at the patterns of my cycle and what was normal for that phase of the cycle. I go into that in episode one, if you're curious to learn a little bit more about that connection. So that was another really big piece for me of the menstrual and mental health. But also what takes the cake is that I've been able to avoid pregnancy naturally, hormone-free, condom-free for a year and a half. Having gone from taking the pill in college to multiple pregnancy scares to using a predictive app that would let me know when I was around the time of ovulation, I ended up having two babies using that type of quote-unquote fertility awareness. I thought that by just tracking my period, that that was gonna be enough for me to get a sense of when to avoid pregnancy. So before I had learned how to chart my cycle, my form of fertility awareness was scouring Instagram and YouTube to get tips and tricks here and there for free on how to observe my cervical mucus, which we're gonna get into in a hot sec. But essentially, I was trying the best that I could to do it the lazy way. I wanted to just get the shortcut. I didn't wanna put in the work. I didn't wanna have to try really hard and I wanted that to just be enough to be the solution for helping me to avoid pregnancy naturally. So once I had two babies back to back using a predictive app as my only form of birth control, I finally decided that learning how to chart my cycle with the science and evidence-based information to back it up was the key. And I have successfully avoided pregnancy since then. The cherry on top of the whipped cream is the empowerment that comes from this ability to control my fertility and control my health, all from being able to read my bodily signs. I was on the pill for several years and those side effects were not worth it to me anymore. When I got off of the pill, 
I remember feeling more like myself. And that was evidence enough to me that being on the pill, having this low dose hormone pumped into my body, this synthetic hormone suppressing ovulation was affecting my personality and my mental health. So this isn't to knock hormonal birth control because it was the solution for me at that time in my life. It was what I needed to properly avoid pregnancy and manage some other symptoms that were going on behind the scenes, but it never truly healed what was going on. And so once I started to chart my cycle, that's when I was able to finally get rid of cramps, get rid of mood swings, no more acne, and also the bonus of avoiding pregnancy naturally. I'll never forget the day when I had my first gynecologist appointment postpartum after having my first baby, and the doctor asked me what my method of birth control was going to be. He was ready to prescribe me hormonal birth control, and I was determined to go the natural route. So I looked him in the eye and I said, I'm going to use fertility awareness. And at that time, I didn't actually know what it took to practice fertility awareness well and successfully. So I was kind of saying it very shakily, and I was a little scared to admit it, but I knew that that was the right choice for me. And I'll never forget his reaction, the doctor's reaction, when he looked me in the eye and said, I'll see you in nine months. I have heard that story repeated by many women in other podcasts that I've listened to, and it infuriates me. Now that I do understand fertility awareness, if I were to have that same conversation now, and that doctor were to say that to me again today, I would be so empowered. I would be ready with all the information I needed and the confidence. And I would look him in the eye and say, I will not be seeing you in nine months, doctor because I know how to avoid pregnancy naturally. Fertility awareness is a very reliable form of birth control if you follow the rules. There are very specific parameters with which to collect the data, interpret the data, and apply the data in a way that helps you avoid pregnancy. That's why I love teaching with FEM, because their main goal is to help you feel empowered in working with your general practitioner so that you never have to feel like you're being bullied into using hormonal birth control, but that you can actually stand up for yourself and pull out your chart, whether that's on a paper chart or on your app, and you can say, hey, look, doc, here's the deal. My instructor taught me this, and I realize that when I look at this on my chart, it's telling me that this is going on. And if I choose to take hormonal birth control, it's only going to act as a band-aid, and it's not going to heal the symptom at the root cause. So I appreciate your recommendation to go on the pill or go on the IUD to help me with this, that, or the other, but actually coming at it from a more holistic approach and seeing a nutritionist or working on some lifestyle changes is actually what's going to help me to heal my cycle at the root cause. This is what it truly means to have body literacy to be able to read your body and have this awareness as to what is going on with your cycle. Now, you may have also heard the term natural family planning or NFP. Those who use NFP are choosing to abstain from intercourse entirely during their ovulatory phase. Now, I'm still an advocate for self-teaching because I did that myself. 
I used the book, Taking Charge of Your Fertility. It's an excellent resource to have in your library because not only does it walk you through how to chart your cycle, it also has every answer to any question you could have about the menstrual cycle. So it's definitely a go-to to have in your library. But I've worked with women who have used this resource and have taught themselves how to chart their cycle, and they still seek out an instructor to get a second pair of eyes on their chart. Because sometimes there's just this small amount of doubt that creeps in where you're like, hmm, am I actually interpreting that the right way so that I successfully avoid pregnancy? And that's where an instructor can really give you that extra boost and confidence to feel really good about using your chart as your primary source of natural birth control. So when you're charting your cycle, the main things that you're jotting down in your chart is menstruation, so your flow, is it light, medium, heavy, as well as your physical and emotional symptoms. And then the bulk of your chart to help you identify where you are in terms of your fertile window is by charting your biomarkers. So perhaps you've heard this phrase before that a woman's menstrual cycle is her fifth vital sign. And a vital sign is essentially signs that indicate the status of the body's vital functions. Basically, think of all those things that the nurse does when you are sitting down to see the doctor. She takes your temperature, your blood pressure, gets your heart rate, your respiratory rate. Those are all your vital signs. And your menstrual cycle is another vital sign. And the way that our body communicates to us what's going on with our menstrual cycle is through four biomarkers cervical mucus, basal body temperature, luteinizing hormone testing through basic, simple at-home urine tests, and cervical position. What I want to do is break down each of those biomarkers and the different methods that highlight each of those, and then I'll cap it off with some suggestions on how you can start tracking your cycle today. I'd love to preempt this section by letting you know that in episode one, I break down the process of your menstrual cycle from menstruation to ovulation and back again, and the hormonal dance that's occurring to affect all of these biomarkers. So that episode paired with this episode is really helpful for giving you a big picture as to what's going on day in and day out of your cycle. Now, when it comes to cervical mucus, There's only so many details I can cover in a podcast, but the overarching goal is the sensation and the observation. When you go to wipe, is it a dry sensation or a moist or even lubricative sensation? And that can give you a sense of how close you are to ovulation. Now, there are two types of fertility awareness that only use cervical mucus for natural birth control, and that is Billings and the Creighton method. The next biomarker is LH testing or luteinizing hormone testing. And basically during your ovulatory phase, you pee in a cup and (laughs) or a mason jar because then there's no splatter. And you dip the ovulation test into the urine and you wait five minutes and then wha-bam, it lets you know how close you are to ovulation. So it's really helpful when you're trying to conceive because it's letting you know 
the closest window to ovulation. And the fertility awareness method that I teach, FEM, F-E-M-M, uses cervical mucus and LH testing. There's also another method called Marquette method, which uses a clear blue fertility monitor that measures LH and estrogen using the urine test. The next biomarker is basal body temperature. And this helps us to confirm that ovulation has already occurred because what's super cool about the menstrual cycle is that after ovulation happens, there's this whole process that happens behind the scenes where there's this little thing called the corpus luteum. It's the only way you can say the word. You have to say corpus luteum. And it produces progesterone. And progesterone is a heat-inducing hormone. Mind blown. So when you take your temperature every morning, the moment you wake up, you have this consistent data day after day in the same window of time. So when ovulation occurs, you will see this rise in temperature. And after three days, you know for sure that ovulation has happened. And it's super cool because then you know the fertile window has closed. And that is what we would call the symptothermal method where we use cervical mucus and basal body temperature. I like the two of those together because cervical mucus lets us know when our fertile window has opened and basal body temperature lets us know when our fertile window has closed. So I, as a FEM instructor, teach cervical mucus, LH testing, and I layer on basal body temperature as an extra layer of confidence so that you have as much data as possible to help you feel extra secure in the decision that you're making to use this as a form of birth control. So if you were listening closely, I mentioned how basal body temperature is only letting you know when your fertile window has closed. And this is why I do not suggest predictive devices that only take your temperature. It's very valuable information to also understand how to read your cervical mucus so that you can properly avoid pregnancy without getting too close to your fertile window. Your temperature is only going to rise after ovulation occurred. So if you have a temperature device that has a little light that goes off to let you know whether you're in the red zone or the green zone, that's not sufficient. And you could still get pregnant using that method. Cervical mucus is going to give you that full picture so that you can reliably avoid pregnancy. Now there's also one other biomarker, cervical position. I do not teach this method yet, but it is a very helpful biomarker for women who have perhaps been on hormonal birth control for several years, and it can affect the quality of your cervical mucus. So for those women who are perhaps not seeing very fertile mucus to get a clear idea of where they are in relation to ovulation, cervical position can be a really helpful tool because essentially the closer you get to ovulation, the position changes, it opens up 
And learning to check that can just add that extra layer of confidence. Now, like I said, I wanted to cap off by giving you a few tips on different apps that you can try to start tracking your cycle. And the disclaimer that I'm saying here, if you've been following along, if you've been listening and maybe even taking notes, is that the apps that I'm suggesting are not to be used as your sole form of birth control. Many of the apps out there are predictive, where they give you a rough estimate as to when you're ovulating, but an app can never fully know what's going on inside your ovaries. Knowledge is power, girlfriend, and charting your cycle on an app is a great first step to take to getting in the habit. And I always like to suggest starting by charting your physical and emotional symptoms, because as you see by the name of this podcast, that menstrual mental health piece is really helpful for us to not feel as blindsided by our period and by our hormonal fluctuations. When I first became an instructor, I tried out all the different apps that are out there. I haven't tried all of them, but I tried each of them for about a month just to see what they were like so that I could really give a good evaluation of the different types of apps that are out there. So the first one that I'm going to suggest is maybe an eye roll because I am a femme instructor, but I think it's a really simple and easy app to use, and it's free. The FEM app, F-E-M-M app, is free. And as you're charting with it, it will let you know what's going on with your hormones. So it's a nerdy one to use if you really want to understand estrogen, progesterone, LH, and FSH, and how they're interacting based on what it is that you're charting. It also gives you a guide on how to chart your cervical mucus and your menstruation so that you almost have like training wheels on as you're starting to understand your biomarkers. The other app that I like to suggest is Flow, F-L-O. It's really cool because it has this little bot that asks you questions about your cycle and then gives you hormonal insights as to what's going on with your mental health. So that's another really great one. I used Kindara back in the day, and it is actually a really good app. So I suggest that one as well. Now, apps are all fine and dandy, but if you're kind of done with being on your phone all the time, I always like to suggest paper charting. The benefit to this is that your cycles are layered one on top of another. So you really get to compare your fluctuations month after month and see a pattern that emerges in certain phases of your cycle so that you can more properly prepare and live less reactively and more proactively. So if that's something that you want to explore and just experiment with for two to three months maximum to just see what kind of patterns emerge for you, you can head on over to my website, fertilityawarenesspath.com. There's a link in the show notes. 
you'll see in my free resources page, you scroll down to the bottom, there's a paper chart there with instructions on what to look for in terms of cervical mucus, how to chart menstruation, things like that. That resource is available for you to use. And if you do end up doing that, I would love to hear how it's going for you. If you start to implement it and chart on a daily basis, drop me a message, reach out to me on Instagram, say, hey, heard your podcast. I downloaded the free chart. Here's how it's been going. Perhaps you even have a question that emerges after those couple months of charting. I'm here for you, girlfriend. Don't feel like you have to do it alone. I'm always answering questions in the DMs. So even if you're charting in an app and you're like, hmm, I'm not too sure about this, just say hello. My door is always open. Now, if you've made it this far into the episode and your interest is peaked and you're like, okay, there are some really valuable things I can gain from tracking my biomarkers and I am interested in having a form of birth control that is side effect free, where I don't have to worry about being pregnant, that I can guarantee that I will be avoiding pregnancy naturally. If that appeals to you, if that's something that you'd like to explore, I'd love to support you with that. My basic fertility awareness course is called Cycle Clue, because you're learning to read the clues of your cycle. There's essentially two ways to take this course. There's an accelerated version where you watch the pre-recorded modules week after week for six weeks total. You get unlimited messaging support and two Zoom calls with me to talk face-to-face and answer any questions that you have about applying this information to your cycle. Or there's a VIP package where you still have the same curriculum but it's over the course of three months. So you get two extra Zoom calls on top of that and still this unlimited messaging support. And the bonus to that is that I get to walk with you through about two, two and a half menstrual cycles worth of cervical mucus, menstruation, any questions that could come up as you're trying to apply this information. And if your biggest worry in thinking about fertility awareness is keeping up with this new habit, the three-month course is definitely for you because you have that support and accountability built in. And I'm there holding you accountable, following up, seeing how your chart is going, and you are guaranteed to walk away from that course having a brand new habit already ingrained into your routine and this skill set that you'll use from now until menopause. FEM is really unique in that There are other programs out there that teach you how to understand your cycle, but FEM takes the wider approach in understanding how your cycle is going to change throughout your reproductive lifespan. That initial investment in working with me, if you were to divide that over the course of the number of years that you will be using this skill set, it pays for itself. So if you have any questions about that, I highly encourage you to pop on over to my website, fertilityawarenesspath.com. The link is in the show notes. Hop on over to the services page and book a call with me. It's a super simple call. It's really about you to see if this is the right path for you and if you're ready to start your path with fertility awareness. So that is all, my friend. I thank you for joining me in this charting 101 journey like i said if you have any questions hop on over to instagram fertility awareness dot path 
let me know how I can help you in understanding your menstrual and mental health today. I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it supportive in your healing journey, I'd love to hear what resonated with you the most. Hop on over to Instagram and search at fertilityawareness.path to connect with me today. I look forward to hearing all about your goals and dreams, and I'll see you on the next episode of Menstrual Mental Health.